Hello everyone and welcome to the Foo for Thoughts podcast. I am your host, Sean. I am here with my wife, Devin. The one with the shrill voice. I just told her that she had a shrill voice. Um, I didn't mean it like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we were trying to work out the levels and I told her she had a more shrill voice than me. Ugh. Ugh. You just have a more, I, I think I changed it to the word permeating. Yeah, your, your voice permeates more. Is that any better? Permeating. Yeah, permeating is a good word. Okay, I'll take your word. I, for I've got it. a more bassy voice, so it's less. I almost use the word shrill again. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, we have bad news. I'm afraid. Um, it is just the two of us today. Cyrus is uh, in hospital getting penis lengthening surgery, um, which is penis enlargement. Probably would have been better to say. No, just penis lengthening. He has oh, all the girth you want. He's got gotcha. he's got girth out of the wazoo. Gotcha. It's, it's just lengthening. Okay. Yeah. Um, shut up. Don't <laughs> criticize my use of language. Hey. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm British, so I've got a better use of the language than you. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I think the British vocabulary, the vocabulary of the average British person, uh, has, I believe, 14,000 words more than the average American. All right, you nonce. I just made that fact up. <laughs> and you can't call me a nonce. No. Do you know Can what I a not- nonce is? N- no. You don't know what a nonce no. is, right? <laughs> no, is that bad? Yes, it's British slang for paedophile. Uh, when people get called a nonce, they're calling them paedophiles. I've just heard pedo. Yeah, pedo's one as well, yes. But nonce means paedophile. So you just uh, called me a paedophile. Yeah. Okay. Which is why it's really, really hilarious that there's a 90s rapper called the nonce. <laughs> is there? Yeah. It's really funny. Um, I yeah. thought I meant, like, stupid. No. Oh. See, ponce. Ponce means like, I guess, ponce doesn't mean like gay, but it means like effeminate. It means, oh, you're poncing around like a peacocking. Yeah, okay, yeah. that I know. Yeah, but not nonce. Yeah, don't go around using nonce when, just in case you're in earshot of a British person and they're like, who are you calling a pedophile? Got it. Okay, yeah. lesson learned. You need to be careful. My bad. You never know who's going to. Okay, I won't just throw around British slang willy-nilly. Yeah, don't use it at all. I'm sick of you using it, to be honest. <laughs> I, I'm she, going to continue. You yeah, know I am. She uses vitamin instead of vitamin, and it does my head in. <laughs> uh, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> We're doing the podcast. We're going to talk about this film. We're going to talk about what we've been up to. We are indeed. So this week, we are talking about 2008's film, two, the 2008 film Chocolate. Um, the Thai movie, and uh, before we get into that, we're going to talk briefly about what we've seen. I don't think I have a lot in my notes, actually. Have we even watched a lot this year? This year? <laughs> this week? Um, not really. Just a lot of alone. Um, oh, we're, we started oh, The I Old had, Man. I had no notes at all for this. I didn't add any. The Old Man? Oh, we did. We, we have started watching The Old Man, um, which is a show starring Jeff Bridges. And Hulu. it's on Hulu. It's an FX show, I believe. And uh, it's bloody good. Mm-hmm. It's good. Um, it's it's like a, I guess it's a spy type f- uh, show, kind of kind espionage. Of? Maybe. Kind of. Uh, yeah. It's It's got lots of like um, FBI. There's big Jeff stuff. Bridges. Yeah. He just plays an old man and an the government's, man. the government's coming after him and he's yep. trying to. Trying to get away from these like agents who are basically trying to capture and or kill him. Yeah, and there's lots lots of shenanigans going on behind the scenes as to why they yeah why are they after him? What has he done? And 
you know, he's been living this uh, fake life for a number of years, but now he's back on their radar. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Um, We haven't finished it yet, but it's definitely well worth a watch if anyone's looking for a show. Um, I've I've watched quite a few good films, actually. I'm going to dip into my letterbox a second, because uh, I've I've watched some gems lately, and I'm uh, unfortunately they were without you. Um, but I don't think all of them would have been your type of film, to be honest. Yeah. So, not. um, uh, for those uh, in the past, I've talked about um, Legendary Weapons of China, uh, a Shaw Brothers film directed by Lao Kar Lung. And I've talked about how much I dislike this film and like how we'll never do it for the podcast because I'm just not a big fan of it. Uh, everyone attacked me for not liking this film <laughs> and told me that my taste was terrible. So last week I decided to give it another go. So I sat down, I focused. I was in work, but I kind of pushed work to the side, sat down, gave it a watch. I gave it five stars. That's a big turnaround. It's, I don't know what I was thinking. It's fucking brilliant. It's a fantastic film, and I'm not sure we'll ever do it through the podcast. It's a little odd, and I don't know whether you'd love it, um, but it's it's fantastic. And that final fight how long scene. Ago, how long ago had you watched it previously? It's a. I'm ashamed to say, not that long ago. Oh really? Do you know what I do with films? A lot of the time, uh, I think my problem is I sit down, I watch the film, and then I pick up my phone. Yeah, you're on right? your phone, and you're not paying attention. I pick up my phone. I'm not paying attention, especially if I'm watching one with like a uh, watching a film, and it's on the back in the background when I'm working, which, which is, is what I do. Which is not probably not the best. <laughs> I try to find like dumb films to do that with, with ones that I can just play in the background. Like you know, if I play the Goonies in the background, I'm like, I know the Goonies. I haven't got a problem. Uh, but this one, I think I watched just not paying attention to it, and it, I just didn't pick up on what was going on properly and it didn't sit right with me and uh it's wonderful it's a fantastic kung fu film <laughs> and i'd love for you to see the final fight because it's uh it's an all weapons fight but it's all it's 18 weapons did you hear that did you hiccup or belch kind of yeah it was a weird noise right <laughs> yeah i don't think the mic picked it up okay, but i picked good. it up in person okay good <laughs> um then i watched uh <coughs> Excuse me, Jesus. I watched Tenebre, the uh, Giallo film uh, directed by Dario Argento. I've been trying to get into Giallo movies recently. and What, what are you saying? Giallo. G-I-A-L-L-O. Okay. It's uh, Italian for yellow. Uh, and Giallo films are basically Italian... Think of them as like Italian murder mysteries. Okay. Um, but they're typically quite gory. Wow. And... If giallo means yellow, why is it? Because originally, these murder mysteries were actually books. They started as books, and you could always spot the giallo book because the cover was yellow. Oh, gotcha. So they're called giallo films. Okay. So I watched Tenebre, and uh, I gave it five stars. It's a fucking masterpiece. Really, really good film. I even think you'd enjoy this one. It's like a an interesting, yeah, an interesting murder mystery that's pretty violent in places. Um, it's got some sleazy elements to it as well, but it's it's really, really good. And then I watched um, Under the Skin, the Scarlett Johansson film. Um, I got a bit pretentious because apparently this film is, was meant to be very, very pretentious. And it is super pretentious. And I gave it five stars because mm. it's incredible. Not for everyone. Definitely not everyone's cup of tea. It's very, uh, not a lot happens in this film. What's it about? Um, that is a very good question. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson is an alien question mark. <laughs> she is a being. Um, who is on Earth, and basically she is seducing men, 
and then when she seduces men, she is uh, eating not not physically eating them, but like absorbing them. Question mark. And it's very highbrow the film, and it's about empathy and what it is to be a human and. Uh, it's very, very good. It's just, you would fucking hate it. You would hate it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's definitely not for you. You'd think it's the most boring film ever. Okay. Um, but it's got, uh, it's it's quite famous uh, because it's uh, the one film that Scarlett Johansson took all her clothes off for. Um, but it's interesting because the nudity in it is completely not sexual, and that's why she did it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and there's boners in it as well. <laughs> all right. Which, yeah. Good film, though. Very, very good film. And then I watched a werewolf film called The Cursed, and that was shite. I did not give that five stars. Um, it's not oh, the Christina film. Ricci one. No, not that one. That's Cursed. I watched The Cursed. Oh, okay. And it's, it's I, was a... like, I was about to say, we watched that. That was like, shit as well. well. That was yeah. shit, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, The Cursed is from 2021, and it's a, it's a semi-werewolf uh, uh, film, kind of. Pretty much. Um, but it's not very good. Okay. And then last night... We watched Prey. We sure did. Which um, we will not. We will not be talking about this film much because we will be talking about it during our episode of Foo for Thought Uncut. What is Foo for Thought Uncut? I hear you ask, Devin. (laughs) What's Foo for Thought Uncut? Foo for Thought Uncut is for our patrons, where we just basically shoot the shit. That's right. And just talk about whatever's that comes up. Just a little, you know, us just. Being who we are. Yeah, it's kind of a peek behind the scenes as to who we are when we're not running this very professional podcast. Right, yeah. You get a glimpse into our weird, sad lives. Lots of lots of sad, lots of talk <laughs> about our sad lives, lots of dick jokes. And then weirdly, last time, with lots of discussion about mental health yeah. and therapy and medication. And we got into it and talked about our experience with those things. Um, but we don't have Cyrus with us, obviously. So for Food for Thought Uncut this time, I think we're just going to, rather than me and Devin shoot the shit because we live with each other every day. And yeah, we don't probably, got much shit to shoot. Yeah, it'll probably just <laughs> be like, yeah, exactly. It's just like, have you done the dishes? Um, instead, we are uh, going to talk a little bit about Prey. Yeah. Um, I will say on this episode, it's bloody good. Yeah. Isn't it? It's a very good movie. It's good. I, I highly recommend. Yeah, I'll go as far as to say it's very, I, I'll go as far as to say it's one of the best films I've seen this year. I will say that. Top 10. Yeah, top 10. Of this year? How many good films have you seen this year? Yeah, that's a good point. <clears throat> that's a good top point. Top Gun Maverick? I wonder. Everything Everywhere All at Once? <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, what else have we seen in the movies? In the movies. Mo- I'm going to my letterbox. Yeah. Uh, ambulance? I want to watch Ambulance again. That film was so fucking good. Um, there's some others as well we've yeah. seen. I can't remember. Have we seen any Marvel movies? Have any Marvel movies come out this year? Oh, The Batman. The Batman's the best film of the year. Still. The Batman is still the f- best film of the year for me. Yeah, so The Batman. Nothing's beating it. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Mm-hmm. I feel like we rated Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness pretty high. Yeah, I love that film. I thought it was very, very good. I like that a lot. Ambulance was high. Good luck to you, Leo Grand. Was that is that a this year film? Yep. That's fuck. That's definitely up there. That's a, a really really good film. Oh man. Northman. Which one? The Northman. Oh, that was great as well. See, we've seen some good films this year. 2022 has been a good year for films so far. Solid. 
Solid year. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's all we've watched. I can't think of anything else we've gotten into. Still watching The there Shield. Some Netflix documentaries. Yeah, watch some. Uh, there's actually a series. really, really good Netflix documentary about Woodstock 99. Um, it's yeah. a documentary series. And um, Woodstock 99 happened, and I remember it happening. I do not remember a single thing in that fucking documentary because I did not realize that Woodstock 99 was a fucking shit was show. Was a shit show. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a wonderful event where people had like a grand old time. But well, uh, I mean, but here's the thing, alert. though: when they talk to the people who've been, they said they if it had to do it over again, they would 100 percent go again because it was still an experience. But yeah, it was. A shit show. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. end well for Woodstock '99, uh, but it's a really good documentary series. Yeah. Uh, very, very, uh, very worth the watch. What was the other one we watched? Most hated man on the internet. Or something. Oh, that was good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a good series as well about Hunter. I didn't Moore. know. I I didn't know who he was. I didn't know who he was. I'd never heard of that website. No, didn't know any of that. Yeah, are you still up? dot com. I'm sure some people know about it. Are I, you up? Are you up? dot com. Sorry, I think it was after my time. Um, I think maybe the generation before us were into that site. Maybe. I, yeah. I, I, I never heard of it whatsoever. Never heard of it. Never heard of him. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, do watch the documentary because it's very, very interesting. Dude. <laughs> he's a he's not a very nice man. No. Yes, he's he is a, gross. He's an epic piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Not a nice gentleman. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, that's about it. I can't think of anything else, really, that I've watched. No. 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 All right, then. So we can just go ahead and jump right into the movie. Let me get my movie notes, because I'm about to try and attempt to say some Thai names. <laughs> All right. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're going to list our patrons. Oh, why, why do I always forget that? All right, guys. If We appreciate you very much, patrons. If you're interested in being... Sorry, Sean is such a loser. Where did that come from? And not remembering to list Oh, you. I thought you were just calling me a loser in general. Oh. No. All right. Loser was, a, loser was a harsh term. Sorry. You but... just said, I, I'm sorry, Sean's forgetful. <laughs> I guess. I apologize. Not, But yeah, we very much appreciate our patrons. And, we love you, patrons. We love you. We want to, to shout out to you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, if anyone's interested, like I said, we do have a Patreon. Obviously, we're about to talk about it, but it's www.patreon.com forward slash for thought. And um, we have a... Uh, uh, Basically, we do our weekly Food for Thought Uncut, and then every now and again, I post a video. I recorded a video on Thursday that was a a review of um, Baby Assassins, and um, I immediately binned that entire video. I recorded it for 30 minutes because I, like an idiot, watched it back, and I'm my own own worst critic. So I watched myself, and I was just like, oh my god, I look like a fucking idiot, and I just didn't like how I sounded, and I was babbling and saying the same thing over because i was excited about the film i really really enjoyed the film so i was just babbling saying the same shit over and over and over again <laughs> and it was very stupid oh yeah so uh i'll try and do another review of baby assassins but patrons thank you so much yes uh thank you to amok.pal cameron Kaze, rama Ryan Varil, he's known as The Disconnected on YouTube. Definitely go ahead and check out his stuff if you like physical media. If you're a Blu-ray collector, check him out. Tristan Glover, also known as Martial Arts Film Freak. Check out his YouTube channel, because who was on it last week? Uh, Me. That guy. Yeah, I was on there ranking Sammo Hung films, and I had a really, really good time doing it. And uh, thankfully, we haven't had much backlash 
you know, sometimes people are just like, well, you should have rated this one higher. Um, the only issue we had is that uh, he didn't include The Magnificent Butcher, but I called him out on that on the actual episode. We watched that. I enjoyed that, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How dare you not include it? No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Jack <laughs> Chu. Art School Dropouts, please check out their YouTube channel. They make wonderful short films mm-hmm. uh, featuring action and comedy. Really, really good action, too. Eloquent, shout out to Eloquent. Not only does he do... Sorry, I shouldn't say this. Not only is he, am- is he an amazing hip-hop producer, but he also does the theme song to the uh, to the uh, podcast. He does. Please be aware, he did not do that theme song for us. <laughs> it already existed. It's one of his songs, but he kindly allowed us to use it. Um, James Glennie, Don Jitsu, it's Topher 9000, Tina, a.k.a. Sky Verbal, and Benjamin. Uh, shout out to all of you. Thank you so much for being thank you, patrons. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Now, should we jump into this film? Can I have an idea. Oh, if Jesus. You're, if you're up for it. I, I'm worried, but go ahead. <laughs> for it to, for like a, as another like bonus or for like a Patreon only, should we re- record our, um, uh, our uncut episode? What film uh, is doing film, it? Yeah, that's what I meant. Me and you or Cyrus as well? Me and you. Just, we're, just yeah. for tonight? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we'll do that. Okay. But we usually go long. I don't know. We'll see. I don't. I mean, I think because it's me and you, I, I assume that we probably would not go long. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. I'll have to make myself look presentable. Yeah, we probably won't. We'll probably just do audio. <laughs> I can't be no, honest <laughs> I'm sat here in a skin-tight Macho Man t-shirt. It is not skin-tight. What are you talking about? It's small for me. No, it's not. Yes, it is. We're going to do it. No, don't think so. The producer has spoken. Oh, yeah. You want to be the producer now, don't you? <laughs> she keeps wanting to do all these little things. Just a little bit. I kind of want She to. did. Uh, recently on Patreon, we allowed our patrons to vote for our next movie. That's what we do. That's one of the perks of being a patron. Uh, you get to vote for a next movie. But out of the short list of movies we give you, Devin is the one who picks those movies. I have yes. no say in them. Well, I have a you little are, bit of say in them. You are welcome, patron. Yeah, so she picked four for this month, and our patrons chose Supercop, a.k.a. Police Story 3. Cool. Never seen it. Which, yeah, we're excited about doing. I'm really excited about doing. Um, yeah, good times. All right. So Chocolate, 2008 film, directed by mm, <laughs> Pracha. By a very talented person. Pracha Pinkayu. It's close to Pinkachu, but I don't want to say Pinkachu, but Pracha Pinkau, you. I feel like it's, you're, it's dangerous territory. I'm leaving that one alone. Starring Jija Yanin, um, and I'm just going to say Jija Yanin. I'm not going to say anyone else's name because they are very, very long, and I'm just going to butcher them, and what's the point? Um, but Jija Yanin is obviously the star. Action supervisor was Panaritakrai, the legendary Panarita Cry, rest in peace. Um, he also had two assistant choreographers on this film. Um, I did not list their names because they were very long and difficult to say. And um, a few other little things about this movie is the tagline, the original tagline, is one of the worst of all time. And it's Taste the Fury. Mm. Is that meant to be a play on Taste the Rainbow? Because if it is, it's stupid because she doesn't eat Skittles in this film. She eats, what do you call those candy? I thought they were M&M's, to be perfectly honest. Okay, so they look like M&M's. They look like M&M's. Yeah, from, well, in the UK, they may also be known as Smarties. They look like Smarties, too. Oh, okay. I don't know if you have a Smarties here. Um, I assume, because I was just like, because when, you know, obviously, of course, by the end of this, I was like, why the fuck is it called chocolate? 
So I assume that that those can. Uh, so I was like, oh well, maybe it's because of the candy she's eating because they look like M and M's. Well, one of the big questions is yes, why the fuck is it called chocolate? And even though she eats candy, it's like got nothing to do with yeah. the film. Yeah, she just happens to eat chocolate. Yeah, yeah. If it's chocolate, uh, budget was four point eight million dollars, uh, which is relatively cheap. Box office was three point one million dollars. Oh uh, really? Yeah, it didn't make its money back, but but this film was in how many theaters? Like mm. four, maybe. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It obviously didn't get a wide release. It made most of its money on uh, DVD, I imagine. Uh, Jijai Yanin is a fourth Dan black belt in Taekwondo. Um, Wikipedia, I believe, gets it wrong and says she is a Muay Thai expert. Uh, she is not a Muay Thai expert. She is a Taekwondo expert. And um, she's married to the first assistant director on Ninja 2, which is another film we did. Do you remember the Scott Adkins film, Ninja yeah. 2? Yeah. She's married to the first assistant director. How old is she? Right now, I believe she's 37. So she was, okay. So my big question, before we kick off everything, how old is she meant to be in this film? Right? How old do you think? Maybe like 15. Yeah, I was going, I was going like 17. She, uh... Yeah, she she seems very young in this film. Yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting. All right, so the film kicks off with uh, an introduction, and... Uh, I get it. I didn't get it either. I, I didn't understand what that paragraph was supposed to mean. I didn't understand it at all. So it says, and I, I want to tread lightly on this one, uh, because it says that the film is dedicated to special children. Right. Right. Which, if it would have said... Special children are the children that have autism. I would have been, all right, all right, cool. It's dedicated to kids with autism. They start talking about movement, movement and how these kids move in special ways. Yeah, something. I did not understand. I don't know it. if it was bad subta- uh, bad translation or, or what, but the, the intro didn't, didn't yeah, make any didn't sense to me. didn't understand it. Yeah. So um, we start off, and this film just throws you into it. Uh, and yeah, like the first like what fifteen minutes. I don't understand what's going on. First fifteen minutes barely has any dialogue. Right. I don't understand what the fuck is happening. Yeah. It's all. It's after she once like she gets like she's pregnant and the kid comes. Everything makes sense, but before that, I don't understand what's going on. I get that there's some criminals. <laughs> I get that much. All right, there's criminals. But, <laughs> but other than that, don't understand. So some uh, Japanese uh, Yakuza have uh, basically muscled in on some Thai gangsters' turf. And at the beginning, they have a standoff where the Japanese have their guns to one person and the Jap- uh, and the Thais have their guns to uh, another person. And there's a bit of a standoff. And basically, um, the Japanese say, okay, we'll back down. We're sorry for fucking with your turf. Here's a shitload of money. Okay, we'll we'll leave you alone. But this is just a setup for the chief of the Japanese yakuza to um, chief. <laughs> I don't think they call them chief. Yeah. The leader of the Japanese yakuza to uh, fall for one of the Thai gangsters. And this Thai gangster. Oh, the the guy. Yeah. Or the girl. His well, his the 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 main bad guy, the Thai gangster. Yeah. His, I guess, hench ladies is what he has. Okay. Kind of. Okay. Keep going, because I'm interested so to hear where the you go. there's the main woman who the Japanese Yakuza fall in love with, and she's a part of our 
whole story. She's Zen's mom, right? right the lead Zen's character's mom. mom. Right. Um, but then Go on. there are some other ladies. Yes. Who appear to be men. So I don't know if they're I'm assuming they're tra- they're he has like a, a, a lightly. He has a <laughs> gang of transgender like hench ladies, right? Yes. Because there was just because at first it was just one, but then later on, some more pop up. Yes, and I was just like, "What's going on?" So, I like I, I was just like, "Are these his like gang members?" And why are they dressed so horribly? <laughs> I feel like for them to be like gangsters, and it seems like they're out to like do some bad shit and potentially you know like kill people, but they are dressed. Very inappropriately. Someone needs to enlighten me on this, right? Because, um, uh, so, in a lot of films, a lot of Thai films, there are trans people. Or, yes, let's call them trans people, okay? Uh, there's one, we did Bangkok Knockout for this film. There's a guy who dresses up as a lady in that film, or who's a trans lady in that film. Um... I believe there's... Oh, I can't remember the other film. There's another one with... A, uh, I think maybe Vengeance of an Assassin has one as well. Uh, what I don't understand, right, is Thailand is one of the cliches or one of the... Yeah, one of the cliches about Thailand or stereotypes, right? Yeah. Is that they have trans people. Yeah. Lots of trans girls, women. But why why do they have so many? Like, why has that become a thing? I don't know. I, it's very strange, because someone, please, if you know, enlighten me. I know maybe, I, I, I want to, again, I want to tread lightly around this one, but I think they were... What I didn't, I didn't, I didn't care uh, that they were trans. What I cared about was... was like horrible outfits? Yeah, they are just, they're wearing these, like, very bright, I mean, they're, Honestly, maybe it's maybe my issue is wardrobe. <laughs> I take issue with the film's wardrobe, my but issue was just that they looked, a, uh, right. They looked ridiculous, and I'm like, if these, if they are like assassins, if they're hit ladies, which they seem to be, they had guns, and they were trying shooting people. Well, of course they were. They were gang members, right? Yeah, of course they were. Why were they dressed like that? Why were they dressed like that? I, I, it was beyond it was me. Awful. The lead henchwoman. I, as soon she as, was fine. As I soon didn't... as I saw her, I went, "That's a bloke, right?" Yes. Went, That's a dude. I thought so too. In a dress and a wig. I went online, and that actress is referred to as a she. Right. So definitely trans. Right. Nothing wrong with that. Fantastic. But I just wonder why these trans people are put in this film because it does nothing wrong with that. Right. But it kind of perpetuates a but stereotype and, about and, Thailand. But I felt like they purposely made them look ridiculous. Garish. Yeah. Made them look ridiculous. It's I'm weird. like if the if there's, you know, this gang, one of them had this horrible yeah. like wig with yeah. like big hair. Yeah. It was really just it was it was well, it was terrible, we'll and I was just like, if they're you know be assassins, then at least you know have them dress a little better and not have them look so garish. Yeah, it's it's a bizarre. You choice. know, I I didn't get it. If anyone knows more about that, like the Thailand's attitude towards trans people and like why they like putting them in their media, nothing wrong with that. But I'm saying, are they proud of that? I don't know. I don't know how. What does it have cultural significance? I don't know. Anyway. The film starts and the Japanese gangster falls in love with the Thai gangstress. Yeah. And um, the leader of the Thai gangsters finds out he's very, very upset. He, um, We get a bunch of 
shitty exposition about yeah. their gangster life and then those two are making sweet love. Though I, and... though I don't... So are they just like loan sharks or... or Who knows? Yeah, who knows? I don't who get knows? what their business is. Yeah, they're just gangsters. Okay. Gangsters doing gangster shit. Okay. Like me. <laughs> and... um. Yeah, they, they fall in love. The the lead Thai gangster finds out, and he confronts them. Uh, he he's he's with the girl, and he confronts the Japanese leader at like a restaurant, and like ba- yeah, basically tries to shoot him. Yeah, and then the and uh, then she stops him. She stops, and she says, "I'm going with the Japanese guy." Right, and the Thai gangster does the most insane don't thing understand. in the film. I don't that understand. That makes no fucking sense. He takes a gun and he shoots himself in the foot purposefully. Yeah, don't know why. Don't know why. Is that him telling and basically, them? Yeah, and he and he and he says he never wants to see the two of them together again, ever again. Is that him though? Going, I'm shooting myself, so I can't follow you. You can get away. But why doesn't he just go? Know. I'm giving you a head start. Go on, off you I go. Don't know. So then she's like, you know, you got to go back to Japan. Yeah. You know, we can't see each other again. So he goes back to Japan, and then we see she is a pregnant. She is pregnant. Yep. And. uh she gives birth to a, a little baby, and uh, we a see girl. a load of... By the way, the first like 15 minutes of this film is basically a montage. Yeah. The entire thing's a fucking montage. Yeah. And then basically it's a bunch of doctors going, your daughter's special. She's going to be a special kid. Right. She's got special needs. And yeah. just reiterating that she may have an issue. The interesting thing about this film is they do not once mention the word autism. Mm. They just say special. And my question to you then, Devin, is this film respectful or disrespectful to autism? <clears throat> interesting question. Interesting question. I think so. I think that is a legitimately interesting question. Interesting question. I don't know. Cause I'll tell you what it's not respectful to. Yeah. Tourette's. How so? The kid at the end that fights her. Is that what his problem was? Yeah, he's got Tourette's. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh. I was very confused by him. We'll get to him later. We're, we're jumping ahead. I didn't realize that that was what was happening. Yeah, we're jumping ahead a little bit, but they do not. They are not respectful to, oh. towards Tourette's at all. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that then. <laughs> no, I didn't realize cool. that that was happening. Yeah, hundred. I was very confused by him. I was just like, is he on something or what the fuck is happening? No. I miss that. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that then. No, neither not do I. Not cool. Not cool. Um, but is it respectful to autism? I don't know. I, I yeah, that's a hard one because you know they're making it be they're making it be like oh you know she can even though she uh she has a uh, a mental what's the, what's the best way to disability yeah disability um she can fucking she can kick ass and save the day and 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 do all this and 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 but st- I don't I don't know it does, or but. How they go about it. This film does two things. I don't know. I think that her portrayal of autism is very good. Uh, Yeah, I thought she acted very well. Yes, I think she acts very well, and I think she does a great job. And I think they're actually kind of considerate um, when it comes to her portrayal. I think it's very... I think they may have even looked into autism, because... Uh, from what I've seen from autism, what she goes through in this is it's very similar and it's not bad. But, but 
they do slightly make autism seem like a superpower. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Um, and I understand that like uh, some autistic people or some people that are on the spectrum um, have finer attention to detail to things. Yeah. And they can, you know, they, they think in different ways. Forgive me if I'm saying that in an incorrect way. But um, they kind of lean on that in that she can watch martial arts films and absorb right. everything. That was... <laughs> That was pretty silly. So yeah, so she, you know, she's a little girl, and they move into this place, and there's like, was it like a, um, Muay Thai. a Muay Thai school, like right, what, within the vicinity? So she in her back garden. Is that yeah, basically. So you know, she stands at the window and she watches them do their thing, and then you know she watches a bunch of like martial arts movies, and then all of a sudden she can do all of it, like she's a pro and who's been doing it for fucking years now. I'm sure most, those of you that like really, really like Kung Fu cinema and all martial arts cinema and have watched Chocolate, uh, you probably, um, you probably know that the, the, the history of this film a little bit in that it aimed for something very, very specific and then it could not do that thing. So I will explain to you what that is. Okay. Uh, in the film, she watches some martial arts films, right? Yeah. And she watches Ong Bak, and she watches The Protector, which are two Tony Jaa films, right? Um, I thought that was him. Yeah. And uh, in the film, however, what was meant to happen is that she watches Bruce Lee, which we only hear her watching, right? You hear the wah, wah in the background when she's watching TV. I don't remember that, but I know she did. She made those sounds when she fought. There's a whole scene where she watches that, but they, they don't show it on the TV. It just plays in the background, like, mm-hmm. uh, audibly. And she was meant to watch Jackie Chan films. Mm-hmm. But they couldn't get the rights to Bruce Lee or Jackie Chan. Right. So if you notice, you probably don't notice, but in the warehouse fight, half the moves that she does are copied from Jackie Chan films. Oh, well, I thought they were, you know, her, yeah, all that stuff. I thought they were, they seemed very Jackie Chan. Yeah, but apparently in the original version, what was meant to happen when the fight played out, it was meant to be split screen and they'd show Jackie doing it at the same time as her doing it on the screen. Oh, I'm glad they didn't do that. So do I. I, I'm happy. Yeah, I I like that as well. I do wish that they were able, you were able to see her watching Jackie Chan films. But uh, yeah, I don't like the split screen idea. That would have been a horrible thing. Yeah. Um, also, I've got something to ask you about. So, years ago, uh, there was like a Thai movie boom, right? Um, Ong Bak came out, and everyone knew about Ong Bak, and everyone watched Ong Bak. Did you miss that? You you have never seen Ong Bak, right? You showed it to me. I've showed you Ong Bak? I think so, like years ago. Really? It's the one that's like, isn't there like some sort of like elephant statue or something? What's that? Yeah, well. That's it, right? No, that's oh. there's one where someone steals his elephant, and right. on back they steal the Buddha statue head. That one, that one, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was oh. many years ago. Oh, okay. I didn't know I'd shown you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't remember if I enjoyed it. <laughs> I rem- I think I felt like I had some issues. Yeah. Um, with it. I have issues long back. I don't love it. A lot of people do. I don't like it. I think I think it's aged horrifically. Horrifically. Yeah, I feel like I I was very meh about it. Yeah. Um, uh, another thing about this film is she eats her chocolate in the same way that Jackie Chan does uh, in Armor of God. He like slaps his hand and throws it into his mouth, and she does it. Oh, is that a th- oh, okay. yeah? Jackie Chan does that. Uh, um, 
Yeah, so we we uh, we find out. I suppose I should go. Yeah, she's watching kung fu films and martial arts films, so she's learning the martial arts. And in the meantime, she. Oh, by the way, the score in this film is fucking awful. Yeah, I don't like. I did not the, like the music. The music at all. is horrendous. It's very strange. Yes, it's, it's a very strange choice. It sounds like something you'd um, hear on like an '80s wedding video. <laughs> right? Dead. Like, yeah. Just. Yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, like okay, so she's like developed all these like skills, and she has this friend. I thought I heard something at the door. Hold on, you keep talking. Okay, I didn't hear anything, but okay. So she's developed these like skills, and you know, and all her like watching of martial arts films, and she has like superior hearing and um uh great reflexes. So her friend utilizes her skills to try to make some extra money so like you know they'll go out and like they're like street performers to where you know he passes out like a bunch of like balls or something to the crowd and they have to throw it at her and she like catches them all and then you know to panhandle for money and you find out the reason for that is because her mom is sick her mom has the cancer and she needs. You never say the word cancer. You never either. say the word cancer either. But yeah, but she needs. Basically, she needs money. She's she needs money for like medicine and like the hospital. And yeah. so they do this to to try to help her. And it's kind of fucked up. Yeah. It's kind of fucked up that he's making her do this. Yeah. Uh, like he's taking a person with a. But I, you know, I didn't. I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was fucked up. I guess because it's for. <sighs> He's exploiting her. But it's not like for, but it's not for anything for him. It's for That's her true. mother. That's true. All of the money that they get is to help to, is for her mom. Still a little fucked up though. How else are they? They, they have no other way to make money. No, no, you're right. You're right. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I think you're right. I just, I think it's a little. So yeah. So they're trying to get money and they're not making enough. And then they stumble upon this book with a bunch of names in it, and turns out, yeah, it's this book that the mom kept from her from her criminal days of people who, for some reason, owe her money. And they're like, "She needs money for medicine. She needs money for the hospital. Let's go to these people. They owe her money. Let's get her money." We do get a brief fight scene as well, by the way. Oh yeah, when they were still panhandling. Yeah, yeah. when uh, when everyone's throwing balls at her and she's catching them very very well someone throws a knife at her and she grabs she it catches a knife and it obviously hurts her hand and then some ruffians come over and try yeah. to try to and that is the, our first taste of her and her skills well, how did you feel when they first I enjoyed it out? yeah i enjoyed it a lot i suppose we haven't really talked about the action much uh, which we're going to get to uh, we're going to get to that now actually so yeah. we'll start talking about the action in a second um because yes they get the little black book and they go collecting money Right. From seemingly gangster types. And they go to a a wink, wink ice factory. Think the big boss. Um, In Bruce Lee's film, The Big Boss, he fights at an ice factory. Oh. So I think that was a nice little reference to him. They go to an ice factory and they get told politely, not politely at all, but told to fuck off. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck off. We're not giving you anything. And uh, she, she heads home and then basically during, like, she has. There's a dream sequence. I didn't. I didn't like that dream sequence. It was so strange. <laughs> it, was, it was. It just so looked strange bad. And just and was so out of place with the yeah. rest of the the film. She has a dream sequence of her. It's like a, a cartoon. Of a little girl fighting demons. Right. Basically. It was real weird. And so after this, she's just like, 
she wakes up and she just gets up and she's basically like, I know what I got to do. Though this is, she's not saying anything. She just instantly wakes up and goes right back to that ice factory. G.J. Yannin does not say a lot in this film. No, she doesn't. Uh, she screams, my money and mum in hospital. That's about it. Yeah. Pretty much. And uh, she goes and has her first fight sequence. Uh, we go to the ice factory. So, what did you think of the action in Chocolat? Oh, it was great. Great? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we didn't, we didn't ever, we never gave our opinions of the film. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We usually do that. We Why usually, didn't we do that? Because we're all, we're all thrown off right. without Cyrus. Without Cyrus second, is the glue. Without second wife here, he keeps this shit together. <laughs> he doesn't. He does nothing for this. <laughs> <laughs> we're um, all thrown off. Well, let's talk about it now. Now that we're talking about the action, how did you think of the film in general? Like, how would you rate it? I mean, I I enjoyed this movie. Other, you know, it started very bizarrely, but mm-hmm. once all that weirdness uh, uh, was passed, um, passed, I I I really liked it. I thought it was very good. I uh, I very much enjoyed the action. Uh, I do feel like it would be. This is a movie that I would I would watch again. Oh, so, yeah. So high uh, praise. So yeah, I enjoyed it. Thumbs up. High praise. High Thumbs praise. up. Um. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh so what was your favorite fight scene? Oh. They were all really really good. <laughs> um That's good. That's a good sign. The one ma- I enjoy them a lot. I liked her. I liked the fighting style she did. I liked a lot of the stuff she did for some um I mean, the end one was good. Uh, Which end one? The, right. Oh, like the one. Three in, of them. <laughs> the one in like what was that? Like the dojo looking place or whatever. Okay. Yes. Yes. That one was good. The one in that. Um, There's one on the rooftop fact, as well. That one in that factory. Oh, the one in the factory. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the one on the rooftop with those other two girls. Um. Yeah, they were all really good. Yeah. Yeah. I I I liked it. That's awesome. I thought there was, you know, it wasn't. I felt like there was always something new you know grant it was a you know lot what? of like you're right the leg and a lot of yep. elbows but it all it all it every fresh. yeah every yeah each fight scene it still felt fresh there was enough like variations and different aspects and different uses of things that it still yeah it still felt fresh yeah that's um firstly i, I just have to say this film does one thing very very right and that is it gets the bullshit out of the way early yeah and then it goes hey we're just going to have her go from place to place and fight people. And yeah. that's basically it. There's a bit of bullshit in between, but it's basically, we're going to send her to an ice factory, then a warehouse, then a butcher's place or slaughterhouse, whatever you want to call it. Right. Then they're going to go to the restaurant. Then they're going to go to the dojo. Right. Then the rooftop. And then it just, all it is is fight after fight after fight. And right. they link them together, which is what a um, martial arts film like this needs to do. Because quite frankly, it can't handle a good plot and good acting because it's not about that. I mean, the acting's fine in this film. Yeah. But, it's not. A, it's all about that. They do try to hit the drama a little too hard in places, but it's the format of the film works very, very well. Um, and I also think, for some bizarre reason, this film it it feel to me it feels when it comes to the action, it feels to me like they started filming the ice factory fight right, mm-hmm. and they were like, okay, let's film this fight. And you're going to be Bruce Lee in this fight. And they, they filmed it. And they were like, okay, great. She beat the shit out of a bunch of people. Great. And then the next fight came along. And they were just like, ah, I like the Ice Factory fight. But 
can we do something else? Can we build on it? And every single fight seems to get bigger and better as they go along. Yeah. And by the time we get to the end, um, I was surprised. I'll be honest with you. I did not think I was going to like this film. Um, I watched it many, many years ago, and I thought it was okay. And I thought I was going to have a lot of criticism about this film. I do have two pieces of criticism about the action. But otherwise, it's really good. Yeah. It's a really, really enjoyable film. Yeah, and yeah. I will say that the last 20 minutes of this film are pretty hard to beat. Yeah. It's um really, really good stuff. From the, from the dojo onwards, just... Great stuff. Yep. Really good choreography. Really varied action. Um, some grim bumps by stunt people taking nasty hits. Yeah. Uh, my only issue with this film, when it comes to the action, is at times it can do with undercranking. I think when she kicks and punches, it's a little slow at times. Mm-hmm. I find her a bit sluggish. Um, so they could just speed it up just a tiny notch. Nothing crazy. Just a tiny notch. And I also think that some of her kicks look a bit weak. Um, just some of them. And especially in the first fight, in the, in the Ice Factory fight. Later on, everything looks like it fucking breaks people's bones. Early on, some of her fights look a bit like love taps. A bit gentle. Okay. Um, well, that's my that's my only issue with it. I was really surprised how much I liked this film. Um, I, I liked it way more than I thought I would. Uh, I was ready to go into this one and be like, nah. <laughs> this, this isn't it interesting um, and I think it's interesting the fact that Cyrus isn't here and it's a film that you like which we did exactly the same with Encounters of the Spooky Kind uh, that was a film you loved in I Cyrus. know I want him to watch this I still want him to watch Encounters of the Spooky Kind yeah he won't I know he won't Cyrus will never watch anything we want him to watch so frustrating <laughs> yeah if he's not participating in the episode he won't watch it I've been, I've been trying to get him to watch Die Hard for like 10 years <laughs> <laughs> he still hasn't watched it uh, strange man he is a strange man. Very unusual. Um, but yeah, I think we, we get... It, it starts off in the Ice Factory, and yeah, it's very... Uh, her Bruce Lee mannerisms are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Her sounds are pretty... She just... Oh, and yeah. it's, it's pretty good, and she yeah. does the nose flick, and I, it's it's very impressive. I mean, she's not going to go down as one of the best Bruce Boytation actors ever, but in the moment, it's good. And plus, she pulls off kicks like Bruce. I mean, her style is very, very good. Um, and then... Yeah, like I said, we kind of go from place to place. We go to the warehouse fight, and the warehouse is when she kind of pulls out the Jackie Chan stuff. And again, it's it's really impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, I it's uh, it's I think what am I trying to say? Um, it's obviously. They're limited by budget in this film. Right. Quite obvious, right, that it doesn't have a big budget. But it honestly feel, feels like they do the absolute most with the money they oh, have. Oh, 100%. Yeah, especially that ending sequence. That yeah. final Absolutely. on the side of the building is yeah. bonkers. Absolutely. Yeah, and I really like that. And uh, even, the, the, like, you look at the warehouse and you're just like, yeah. It looks like they've just put a bunch of boxes on shelves and that's it. Um, but... Uh, they work with it, and it Absolutely. looks great. And they Absolutely. do they do some great moves. Uh, she does the old Jackie Chan forward roll down the side of the locker as yep. the locker's falling down. Yeah, um, yeah, great stuff. I even like the somewhat comedic points. You know, she pulls a guy's pants down and then twats him in the head, and it's yep. great. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's really really good. Oh. And see, and those, if I had known about that, or if they were able to show those clips, it would have 
It would have made a lot more yeah. sense. Someone made a YouTube edit where they actually put it together and they they show it side by okay. side, which is pretty cool. But uh, yeah, I wish we would have seen her watching the Jackson right Jones because book. like I I I mean I know like I know that she was watching uh, a bunch of like kung fu films and we have the clips of her watching the Tony Jaw films. I missed the sound effects where she was watching the Bruce Lee ones. They played for ages. So and so and I didn't. I guess I wasn't necessarily paying listening to it. I was just kind of watching what was going on and not really listening to the mm-hmm. what was happening in the background. So when she started doing the noises, the Bruce Lee noises, I was just like, I I didn't realize that it was because she had watched a movie. Okay. And or I didn't put it together. And so if I had known about, especially like the Jackie Chan ones, it would ugh, it would have made so much more sense. Yes. And would have and would have meant a lot more like i would have like because when all of that other stuff when the stuff happens like the what like the stuff in the warehouse and Mm -hmm. and that are clearly you know like jackie chan kind of tropes like you know and and then using the 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 environment around Mm -hmm. you i just thought you know that's you know that's kind of like jackie chan style it didn't click into my head that maybe that it was probably because she had watched his film yeah some of that and it would have been nice to have some of that to it would have meant more if i hadn't if i had known that if they were able to to make that point in the movie yeah um you know when she opens the locker doors and hits him in there yeah that's exact that's taken exactly from rumble in the bronx okay is that rumble in the bronx he does it with a refrigerator okay um but uh yeah it's it's yeah it would have it would have hit a lot better if i had known that but it's still solid i mean yeah 100 percent. it's still solid and it's still cool there's so there's a feeling that the the first fight is Bruce Lee, the second fight is Jackie Chan, then the last fight she does more Muay Thai stuff. She does lots of elbows and knees and right. is borrowing from Tony Jaa. But once she gets to the um the 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 butcher fight, it's just like I don't think she's doing anyone there. Mm. It's just fucking good though. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good fight. Um, so she uh yeah she has she has the warehouse fight. She does a brilliant stunt, and I think everyone knows this stunt where she slides underneath a glass table mm-hmm. while someone throws like a pallet yeah. at her head, and uh, it's really really good. And from the mo- for the most part, what I can tell in this film, she does like ninety five percent of her own stunts. Yeah, I think I caught a stunt double maybe twice, and it was. I tell you what, she does a stunt in the um in the uh, ice factory, which is a tiny. It's not. It's barely a stunt, but it's amazing when she jumps and lands in the splits on top of that shelf. Oh, remember that? Oh, that was in the warehouse. Oh, was that the warehouse? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I think Tony Jaa does that in the film as well. I think he might do that in the Protector, but uh, yeah, it's really, really good. Oh no, he he lands in a handstand on a shelf on the uh, in the Protector, but um. Yeah, she's she's very very good, mm-hmm. and I think it's sad that she never got her time to shine. Uh, I'm talking like she's dead. She's not dead. Um, for anyone that didn't know, she did chocolate, and then she was kind of, you know, marketed as being the female Tony Jaa, and she did her next film, which was uh, Raging Phoenix, uh, which I actually like. I like that film quite a lot, even though people poop on it. And I understand why it's a bit silly and a bit daft, but I really, really like the action in it. I think it's fantastic. And then she did a, uh, she had like a cameo in a film called um, This Girl is Badass, I think it's called. And then she got pregnant and she said that she was taking a year away from uh, movies and she just never recovered. She never, she never bounced back. She, uh, she had a kid, she came back into the movies 
Um, and she was just in. She never really got another really good project. That's a bummer. We saw her. Do you remember Triple Threat? No. It has Scott Adkins, Michael Jai White, Tony Jaa, Iko Ues. It has them all in it that we watched. What was it about? Um, so Scott Adkins is the bad guy. And he is freed from a prison in the jungle. Oh. You remember that film? It's got Selena Jade in it as well. Right. G.J. Yannin did that. Don't remember. As what? Um... She's the all I can tell you is she's the girl with the grenade launcher. Okay. And she gets blown up like ten minutes into the film. Oh. Not ten minutes into the film, but ten minutes of her appearing in the film. Yeah, she doesn't do a lot in it. And I, I honestly don't think she's done anything after that. She's just it's really unfortunate that she just never uh, got her time to, to really be the star that I think she could have been. But Tony Jaw had the same problem. Tony Jaw did, you know, on back the protector uh on back two, and everyone fucking loved him and thought he was amazing. And then he had a breakdown. <laughs> he had a mental breakdown, and then mm-hmm. went to uh, stay in a Buddhist temple for a year or something. Came out, did on back three. No one really liked on back three. And then after that, he's really struggled. Um, he really struggled to do movies. Obviously, he's popped up in a few Hollywood films. Um, and I stand by uh, him being in uh, Fast and Furious Seven. I think he's great. I think his fight with Paul Walker is really, really good. Um, Apparently there's a chocolate, too. There is not a chocolate, too. There was not? There is definitely not a chocolate, too. Yeah. I can assure you of that. It may be in the works, or it may be... Where's it listed? Does chocolate, been... too. 2011. <laughs> English movie directed by this person. Definitely doesn't exist. Who's it got in it? Her? No, it doesn't exist. Oh. Yeah. What's that? IMDb? Because that's wrong. Google? Yeah, no, Google is... No. Definitely wrong. Chocolate 2 was planned and it never came out. Um, Just like Tony Jaa's film that I think was called Dao, that was all about sword fighting. It was about uh, Muay Thai sword fighting and that never got released either. Um, or never got made, I should say. So they've they've had... They've had a rough time, uh, Tony Jaa and Jija Yanin. And uh, I think everyone coming out of Thailand did as well. Dan Chupong never did anything either. Um, he popped up in a few Tony Jaa films, and he never really went on to do anything. And, I mean, look at Tony Jaa now. Um, I watched, I don't care to admit this, but I watched XXX The Return of Xander Cage the other day. And he's in that, and he doesn't do an awful lot in that. Um, but Donnie ends in that, so we can't really criticize it too much. Um, and then he was in um, Monster Hunter with Mila Jovovich, and that was shite as well. So I most certainly did not watch. Yeah, I did. Unfortunately, not a great film. So it's it's kind of sad. I think uh, I think Thai Muay Thai in in movies was a bit of a flash in the pan. That for a good like five years, everyone loved it and thought it was the greatest thing in the world, and then. It seems like everyone just forgot about it and got tired of it. And unfortunately, I think Tony Jaa, if you watch Ong Back 2 and at the end where he does actual kung fu, he does tiger-style kung fu, it looks absolutely amazing. But he just always stuck to the Muay Thai stuff and it got boring. It got, it just got, it's the same shit over and over again and they couldn't come up with enough variation for it to stay fresh. And yeah, the actors just fell by the wayside but i hope tony jar's got one last project in him one last really good martial arts project 40 
43 or something, maybe? Let's see. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I liked him in Paradox, but he's in that for like 10 minutes. So, I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, Gigi Yanin did not end up being the star that she should have been. Bummer. Yeah. I think she's in a Never Back Down film as well. I think. As a cameo or something. Anyway. 46. Tony Jaws, 46? 46. Jesus. He's getting on. Hopefully he's... Yeah. He still holds on to his skills. Um... So there's a moment in the uh the there's a slaughterhouse fight not a slaughterhouse a butcher's fight uh they basically go to this like meat market right, right. Essentially. yeah 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 and um she doesn't like she doesn't like fly flies when they buzz around her she doesn't like it she has an episode and uh her friend comes along um who surprisingly her friend isn't I would have thought when I first saw him I was like oh god he's going to be the comedic relief and going to be a pain and he really wasn't no he wasn't um, he comes with the fly swatters the electric ones and basically kills all the flies so she can have a fight and she has um, a really good fight in the in the uh, the meat market that actually seems dangerous like they're coming at her with weapons yep and um, it's Big little butcher knives and yeah there is a moment in this particular fight which. I don't often go, oh, God, like that. And this one, a guy throws a kick, he misses, and he basically gets a hook through his foot or yeah. through his leg. Yeah, there's, like, hooks hanging, and, you know, there's meat uh, hanging on these hooks. And, yeah, he goes to kick her, misses, and he kicks right into these hooks. And she then kicks his other leg out from under him. So now that one leg, he's dangling in the air, by this hook in his, like, basically, like, in his ankle. And it, it looks so fucking grim. Yeah, it is uh, It is not nice at all. No, not it, at it all. It looks very, very, very painful, and uh, I appreciated it. And there's some com- a comedic moment when a guy throws a knife and it bounces off a fence and it ends up in his chest. And you know what? Didn't mind it. Didn't mind it. You know, in a lot of mov- in a lot of martial arts movies, I think the humor doesn't quite hit. And I think in this one, the humorous moments are pretty good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they aren't. Um, they aren't silly. Not too silly, are they? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And she gets to use the pole. Um, she gets a metal pole and does some pole work in this, mm-hmm. and it's cool. It's yeah, decent. Great. Yeah. She's uh, she's a a great little talent. Uh, um, I also noticed. I think at one point, as well as watching martial arts films, I think at some point she's playing the Jet Li video game. Yeah, there was just grainy footage, and she's playing a video game. I have it, no idea. It what looked game like it was. the Jet Li video game. I think. I think it was. Is that all of, Rise know. to Honor? Rise of Honor? I didn't know he had one. Oh yeah. But yeah, all of this is. You know, she's. They're trying to get money so she can uh, get treatment for her for her cancer. But then she finds out because, or no, or excuse me, um, the original bad guy, the Thai bad guy, who she was working with. Um, all these people that the kids are beating up work for work for him and they find out that it's her daughter who's going around beating them up and yeah. he's not a fan of that no so he sends a little message uh oh we forgot to fucking mention right go on oh yeah go over so, okay so so be- let's backtrack so when uh when she's a little girl the Thai bad guy i guess she was um i guess after uh her daughter was was diagnosed with a mental disability she reaches out to the father she sends these letters to japan and somehow this Thai gangster knows that she's sending letters and uh, reaching out to to her Japanese um, uh, 
to the Japanese guy, which he's not happy about. So he goes to visit and he ends up chopping off the mom's toe. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, so so fast forward, uh, he finds out that it's her daughter who's beating up his guys and messing with his business. And so when they go to the hospital, when um um when they go to the hospital to pick up her medicine, the nurse is like, oh, yeah, someone was just here and they left some candy for you. And in the candy is her toe. It's mom's toe. He kept that toe. He kept that toe. For what? How many years? 16 even, years? I don't even know how many years. Yeah. Or like 10 However, years? whatever. Yeah. Mental. And mental. So there's this like <laughs> decayed like toe. And so that's when mom finds out what they've been up to. I've just come up with a tagline for this film. What? Hold on. I'm workshopping it in my head. Are you ready? Go. Zen. She's not autistic. She's autistic. No. No? No. Sorry. <laughs> no? Sorry. Yeah, well, that was quite good. So. I don't think so. Autistic. I thought it worked. <laughs> anyway, so uh, mom... Don't anyway me. Think about it. Orphist- no, no, I... Carry I, on. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> so mom finds out what her daughter and her um, little buddy have been up to. Yeah. Um. And not too pleased about it. And she's like, okay, uh, we're in trouble. Got to reach out to your father. So she, what's what's the friend's name? Oh, yeah. So, and, and also at some point she takes in this little boy who's being bullied. Moon, 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 moon. Yeah, moon. She takes in this little boy who's being bullied. And so um, she asks him to go to this restaurant to try to get a letter to um, to the Japanese father. And the main trans hench lady comes into that restaurant and she shoots him. She's the kid. She's the boy. And um, basically they're like telling the mom, you got to come to the restaurant. If you want this kid back, you got to come. So she comes there with the daughter in tow and more fighting begins. I just want to say something. There's a moment in this film that actually scared me. I don't, I don't often get hit by jump scares. Mm -hmm. In this film, when they send the, what I can only describe as the gaggle of trans assassins to um, uh, this house looking for them. Right. And um, these, they can't find anyone in the house. Right. No one's there. And so they call the main uh, trans um, uh, gang member to like come over. They sit down on the couch, and you just think it's a normal scene, right? They're just going to watch some TV and wait for the for the uh, uh, the lead, the boss woman to come. This girl gets shot in the chest, yeah. and it scared the shit <laughs> out of me. I didn't right. see it coming. Right. So the Japanese the uh, Japanese dad, he's in Japan, and he sends someone to go to like protect them, and he gets to the house first, but he hears them coming, so he hides. And yeah, when they talk about killing them, he starts. Uh, shooting the the trans uh, gang members. Mental disability, more like mental fist and knee. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm still gonna have to say no, my dear. I'm trying really hard. <laughs> it's better than Taste the Fury, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> I won't do any more. You look like you're really thinking about it. I really am. <laughs> but I'm not gonna do any more. <laughs> So yeah, so they're at yes, this restaurant. We get, to the end. we get to the end. Mom and daughter, they're at this restaurant confronting the Thai bad guy. Um and uh yeah. 
Uh, Mum goes all John Woo on him. She starts bucking fools. Right. She yeah. She gets a hold of the gun and starts shooting up people. Uh, daughter kicking ass, and yeah, dad shows up. They're in a restaurant, but this restaurant just conveniently has a dojo in the back. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. Weird. But we get to the dojo, and basically, this is the moment where it all shit hits the fan, and we right. get swords come out. We get twenty minutes of fighting. Yeah. And um, it's great. It's such a variety. She takes on a bunch of henchmen to start with, and she's pulling out kicks and knees and flips and jumps and all this shit. Yep. And then um, she... Uh, Kicks everyone's ass. She... And then the Tourette's guy pops up. Yeah. Which I didn't realize that was what was going on, because he was yeah. doing lots of twitching and rapid movements, and I didn't know what was wrong with him. Yeah. So the the filmmakers obviously went, hey, we have someone with autism. Let's have a bad guy with another disability. Yeah. And my notes, my I didn't realize what was happening. So my notes was basically just, uh, it just uh, reads, what's wrong with glasses? What's the guy's wearing wrong glasses, with glasses? Yeah. yeah. He's a, he's a, a, a B-boy, seemingly, with Tourette's. Um, he does a lot of head spins and b-boy style moves, mm-hmm. right? Uh, a lot of breakdancing style uh, stuff, and he he starts kicking the shit out of her. Yeah, and then it gets even more. In, do you think this film could be made today? In, in our political climate, Probably. or, or our, you think you think people would be Perhaps okay with this? Perhaps not. Maybe if some adjustments were made. Yeah, I mean, I hate using this the term cancelled, but I wonder whether people would try and cancel this film. If some adjustments were made, maybe. Because, yeah, she's fighting the guy with Tourette's and he's beating her and then in order for her to beat him, she, she starts copying she, his... Yeah, she just starts mimicking him. Mimicking his Tourette's twitches and it's kind of... It's... I get it because, basically, you know, she watches people fight and, and she, she absorbs their moves. Right. So she absorbs his style and is able to fight him. Clever? Cool. I've got no problems with that, but I mean, she's... Are you okay? I was just I was just thinking that we haven't used a soundboard. Do you want to hit a sound? And I was just looking at uh, what my options were. Do you want to hit one? I'm trying to figure out which one I want to use. You look very trigger happy right now. I kind of do want to use. Which one do you want to do? I don't know. You better hurry up. This is... What's this one? <laughs> it's just a trumpet. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Oh, You've hit it now, though. Yeah. Yeah. Darn it. Okay. Well, do you feel... Do you feel... I should have done this after your uh, after your tagline. Oh, that's not the one I wanted. What are you doing? I thought it says... This one goes on forever. This is still going. Oops. Oh, it's just stopped. It says drum beat, so I thought it was the... It's not a drum roll. Uh, oh, what? Well, yeah. No, we don't have that. Oh, damn it. Look, this is why I'm the producer. It didn't work at all. I know what I'm doing. I know. <laughs> you, you stay over there. It's just so this, so this new... Uh, this new um, uh, soundboard it's so bright and flashy and beautiful and those buttons always call to me yeah <laughs> they're very easy to push they're yeah. so bright and gorgeous these buttons call to me so much and i was just like and but i'm never near it when we're at cyrus's yeah uh in, uh cyrus is in between it in between us in between me and the soundboard yeah devin sits on one couch with cyrus and i sit on the other couch right and so I sit but on the it's, producer's couch right so it's it's just close and it's right here and i just those buttons Hypnotized by them. Yeah, yeah. It's a, a neat little piece of equipment. Oh, go on, one last one. Um. I I am so sorry to everyone listening right now because we have the worst sounds on this soundboard. We haven't put our own sounds on it yet. You should get on No that. more, no more. 
I've never gotten to touch this thing. No more buttons. I'm never going to push any buttons. You can press the stop button when we stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> I've never gotten to play with this thing. Well, okay. I'll add some sounds to it at some point. I don't even know how. It's uh, We're not going to get into that anyway. <laughs> um. So, yes. We get uh, the Tourette's fight scene, and he uh, she beats him. Uh, and then we get a nice rooftop fight scene with a Wait lot. a minute, wait a minute. Dad pops up. Japanese dad pops Japanese up. Japanese dad does pop up and does some sword antics. Mm-hmm. He kills some some hench guys. He grabs um he grabs uh her mom, Mrs. Uh and you know, she's trying to protect her, trying to get her out of there. Um, but they're kind of surrounded and the the Thai bad guy, he comes at Japanese guy with a sword and she steps in front of it and she gets stabbed. Yes. And she dies. But Japanese dad dies. No, he doesn't. Doesn't he? Do you remember the last scene of this movie, honey? Is she with him at the end? Who did you think she was with? I don't know. I've completely forgotten. <laughs> no. He gets wounded, which is why she's left to like... Oh, yeah. The mum dies and then, the dad yeah. survives. But then, yeah. But oh, then yeah. Pop- what am I thinking? What are you thinking? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah. So, and, you know, so she dies and, you know, he's fighting them off. Uh, the the Thai bad guy, like, grabs uh, mom's body and uses it as a shield to block Japanese guy. And, you know, he gets wounded and passes out. And that's when... um. I'm gonna start, I can't remember her name. I'm going to start calling her Chocolate. Uh, Chocolate uh, gets up. Zen. Zen, thank you. Um, and then she goes after Ty, bad guy. Yeah. So uh, when did the rooftop fight happen then? That's with the girls? The jo- that's after the dojo. That's after the dojo. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. that's when, yeah, he like drags mom's dead body like up onto the roof trying to get away from her. And he like drops her body and that's when he jumps off to the other building and that's when she starts chasing him and that's when all of that when does the other rooftop fight against the girl with the that's french after, braids that's after so with the the um it's all a blur to me that's where she yeah they there's a whole bit with the ledge um and i think at some point he gets up on the other uh, no, no 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 maybe not it becomes before that it's before yeah. that it's way before that Oh yeah, 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 yeah! It's before he catches. It's before she catches back up with him. Right. Okay. I think at some point she's back on. She's on a different. She's back on the other building. Anyway, she's anyway. she's fighting a guy and two girls. Yeah, yeah. And it's a really decent fight there's scene. Like there's lots of like ledge work and on rooftops and fire escapes and on signs and they're going back and forth between these two buildings. Yeah the the end the end fight scene. Um. Uh. So. We're talking about two different fights, but okay, we'll fast forward to the one that you're talking about. Which one am I talking so, about? You're talking about the one at the end with all the ledges and all against against the building, right? On the side of the building. I didn't think that was the end. I thought that the, the, the fight with the, the two girls and the guy was kind of in between. No, 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 no. Before oh she, God, before she is, kills him. This is mental. I don't remember. I'm talking about that fight scene against the girls, right? The girl right. with the French braids. Right. That happens way before. Okay. Yeah. So I was talking about that, but then you kept on talking about the ledges and the shit on the side of the building. Oh, does so that I happen? You... Does that happen? Oh, you're right. You're yeah. right. Because he gets because she gets rid of the two girls, but that one guy comes back. Comes back and fa- oh, okay. You are absolutely correct. Yes. Okay. My bad. My point is, there's this fight uh, on a rooftop, and they do this really cool thing where uh, uh, at one point they have a like go low underneath this like like they're like metal like walkways. Yeah, like an in between like and it's, um yeah. It's like low to the ground, and she, basically she has to hunch down to fight. Yeah, there she. It's like crouch cool. down. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. And then, yeah, the big finale is basically the fighting on the side of this building. And um, 
if you watch the outtakes for this film, and they do have outtakes at the end uh, during the credits, some it of the looks scurry. Some of the injuries people got. There is a bit where a guy falls, and I understand they're on wires, um, which is fine. It's still a hell of a fall. It looks scary. He bounces off like two platforms and then hits the ground. And um, it looks brutal. And uh, Master Z, the uh, the Ip Man uh, legacy film with Max Zhang, Yun Wu Ping actually does this, exactly the same thing, has them fight on the same of the building, uh, on the side of the building, and jumping from sign to sign. Yun Wu Ping doesn't do it as good as this. This this film does it much better, in my opinion. I like Yun Wu Ping's version of it, and I like Master Z. I actually like Master Z a lot, um, way more than some of the other Yip Man films. Um, but yeah, it's not as good as this. This looks great. Just people taking crazy hits and lots of uh, people getting like their heads kicked through glass. Yep. Yeah, it's really really good stuff. Um, I always thought the dojo film was the uh, do- dojo fight was the climax to this, but it's but it's not. It is but not. No, sir. there's another ten minutes after that. But it's really really good. I was I again. I'll say I'm super surprised by this film. Um, it really did. It really like revitalized my love of Muay Thai action. Because uh, for the longest time I got bored with it and don't get me wrong i think on back two still has the strongest um uh thai cinema choreography ever that final sequence of that from you know the last like 20 minutes 15 minutes of that is outstanding literally some of the best fight work modern fight work i've seen i love it so much um but i i got bored with muay thai i like when we watched we did it for the podcast um hopefully everyone's heard it we did an episode on bong uh, bong what the fuck bangkok knockout and um, that had a bunch of Muay Thai stuff in it. And I, I didn't care for that film. What was Bangkok Knockout again? <laughs> the bunch of stuntmen that have to fight in that. Oh! The action's good, but the film itself is garbage. Yeah. Um, but some, some of the Muay Thai stuff in that I got bored by. And even some of the, just the action in general. But this, for a 2008 film, this really reignited. Like, I'd love to see a good Thai film again um, with, like, modern action that they can... Like, if if... What I'm trying to say is if Thailand now kind of borrowed the the modern filmmaking techniques of like films like John Wick or whatever it may be, um, they could make they could do something really special. Just imagine the imagine the fight work they could do now. Um but I think because Panna Ritakrai died, I think they just don't have anyone to carry the torch. And it's a shame really, because he was he was the guy, he was the Thai guy uh that was responsible for all the action coming out of Thailand. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'd love to see. There's a really good film called um, it's called Yamada, and it's it's called like Yamada Samurai of Aothaya or something. Um, but I know that's a mouthful. But it's it's actually a really good film, and it's it's very different. It's a it's a Muay Thai film, and yeah, if anyone hasn't seen this, yeah, it's called Yamada Y A M A D A, and then it has a subtitle. It's like someone just knocked on our door. Do you mind getting that? Me? Okay. Okay, this is weird. We're just gonna someone nodded our door, and we are not expecting anyone over. I assume it's not Cyrus. Um, what we got? We got a bag. They're my fucking lost energy drinks. Oh, finally it gets here. <laughs> so I ordered. Um, I I drink. Uh, I drink caffeinated. Um, uh, seltzer water, and in order to 
be more cost effective, I'd buy them from Amazon in bulk. And uh, a package got lost, and so I reordered them and got them. But now the package that's lost has turned up. So I've got more more drinks than I can shake a stick at. Oh, no, now you're going to have like four a day. That's right, baby. Yeah. They're not bad caffeine anyway. They're natural caffeine. They've got like, I don't know, herbs in them. <laughs> um, Devin's sitting here eating ice cream. Yep. Yeah, just in front of me. I don't have any kind of dessert. Sorry. You're a little pig. <laughs> yeah, and that's the Are end of the jealous? film. I am jealous, actually. I am very jealous. Um, but I will live. I will live. Um, yeah, so that's that's chocolate in a nutshell. Uh, very, very enjoyable. I would, uh, if, if you haven't seen the film and you like Ong Bak, uh, I think most people have seen chocolate. I think people that don't even like martial arts cinema watch chocolate. I think it was really, really big back in when it came out in two thousand eight. You never heard of this film? Um, I mean, when scrolling around, I've seen it. Right, right, okay, but you didn't know what it was about, no, at all, no. Yeah, okay, interesting. All right, still confuses why it's chocolate. It's called chocolate. Don't she get eats it. Chocolate, but we don't know it's chocolate. It, yeah, we do. <laughs> we do. It's safe to assume that it's chocolate. Yeah. I mean, it looks like chocolate. It's like M and M's. Yeah. All right, do you want to get on to some listener questions? Yes, sir. All right, I'm going to have to do some editing on the spot here because, honestly, thank you so much to everyone because we got a shitload of listener questions for this episode. Okay. But some of them I want to direct towards Cyrus. Yeah. So I'm going to do some editing as I go. If you don't hear your question on the episode, I do apologize um, because it'll probably be on next episodes. Yeah. So um, even though we're going to be talking about Prey on Food for Thought Uncut, we're going to ask Rama's question. And he says, after watching the very excellent Prey, how would you rank the five Predator films? He says you can include Alien vs. Predator if you want. And who would you want to see the Predator fight next? Oh, and would you trust this director with an Aliens Predator franchise? Lots of questions. Right. Can you get through that quick? Yes. Okay, Rank, rank your Predator movies. Rank my Predator movies. Number one. First Predator. Good. Number two. Prey. Wrong. <laughs> Number three. One of the others. You don't give a shit about the others? Not really, no. Well, that's... <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah. I would rank them one, Predator. Two, Predator 2, which is a fucking awesome film. Predator 2 is far too bonkers for me. It's so good. It's so good. Um, Number three, Prey. Definitely Prey. It's close between Predator 2 and Prey. Number four, Predators, the one with Adrian Brody. Uh, number five, uh, Alien vs. Predator. Number six, Alien vs. Predator Requiem, which I don't even know if I've seen. I have seen it, but I haven't seen it since it came out. And the last one would be fucking The Predator, which is easily the worst of the bunch. Awful film. Yeah, I'm perfectly fine never watching the others again. Just give me Predator I, I, 1 and Prey. I want to watch Alien vs. Uh, Predator Requiem again. Uh, is that the one where they're in like the the Arctic, or is that the no? First that's the first thing? one with Sanaa Lathan. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. That, yeah. that I'm fine with. That one's fine. Requiem, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. That's kind of why I want to watch it again. I hear I it's like, like I've seen it. I hear it's like super violent. Um, did we watched Predators recently? The Agent Brody one. That wasn't yeah. bad. No, it was fine. But I have no problem not seeing it again. Fine. Okay. Uh, who would you want to see the Predator fight next? Vikings. 
You want to see Vikings. Yep. Predator versus Vikings. Yep. Uh, me and Ram have already... Especially after, since, uh, yeah, recently seeing the Northmen. Totally. Vikings. That would be pretty cool. Yep. Uh, me and uh, me and Rama talked about this on Instagram, but uh, I think Samurai would be a, a, a good option. Uh, I'd love to see, like, a feudal Japan... Oh, sure. ...predator. Oh, yeah. There's a fuck ton of great options. Someone, I love it, someone on Twitter mentioned they would love to see a uh, predator against 50s mobsters. And I love that idea. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, it's a predator, see? <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd love to see something, but there's there's countless options. Like every everything sounds good. Of course, like it's predator. Games. They've done well. Seeing it, seeing this done so well, it just you know, I, who wouldn't want to see fucking predator against cowboys, <laughs> right? You'd, yeah, absolutely. Would you trust this director with an alien versus predator franchise, or do you not want to see any more alien versus predator? Not really. Neither do I. Yeah, I'm not, not really. interested anymore. No. I think it's been done, and I think it's been done badly. And I, 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 if they made a good Alien vs. Predator film, I'd be down for it. But I'm not really interested in it. I am interested in the Alien TV series that's coming out next year. Oh, really? Yeah. I think FX are doing it. I'm interested in watching that. But Alien vs. Predator? Nah. But give me more Predator. Give me more Predator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of done with Aliens. I'll take more Predator, though. And that Amber Mid-Thunder, she looks like one to watch. She, yeah. was, she was really good in it. Um, okay, Don Jitsu. I'm going to have to kind of edit your questions a little bit. He says, Sean, which ending of writing wrongs is the right ending, in your opinion? Do you prefer the original Hong Kong ending or the happier second ending for the Taiwan release? I'm going to tell you something. I do not remember the second ending. Uh, I recently bought Writing Wrongs on Blu-ray, the Vinegar, uh, Vinegar Syndrome release, and I have not yet watched it. Um, which I know is blasphemy, but uh, I was kind of hoping that we might do it for the podcast, but I don't think we can because I'm not sure I can get a copy to Cyrus. Um, but hopefully me and Devon will watch it at some point, maybe if she fancies it. Um, it's a Yoon Biao, Cynthia Rothrock film, Devon. You might be might be into that. Sounds good. Um, so I don't remember the second ending. I only remember the original one. So I will definitely get back to you uh, once I've once I've watched both endings. Um, this is a mental question. I laughed at this when you sent it because I thought it was bonkers. Because the question doesn't make sense, but I give you full credit for asking it. Uh, uh, Don Chitsu lives in a wonderful world. Uh, and I, I, I like how his brain works. Devin, if you had to choose one martial arts actor and actress to star in a movie with all animal actors, a la Dr. Doolittle, who would you choose and why? Yeah, so I Sean... <laughs> I love there's no correlation. <laughs> what what have martial arts actors got to do with animals? What's this film about? I love Sean it. Sean gave me Sean told <laughs> me about this question yesterday and instantly my first thought was Michelle Yeoh. Because one, he had mentioned that yesterday was her birthday. Today's over Today birthday. 60 birthday, years old today. But also because, you know, recently we had watched everything everywhere all at once and that and that movie was pretty fucking bonkers. So, um I, I say Michelle Yeoh, because she can do anything. Yeah, she can. Uh, I have no answer to that question. I love it, though. I love it. It's it's a... Uh... <laughs> Makes me laugh. Uh, Don Jitsu, you're one about slang. Um, I'm going to hold off for Cyrus, because I love that question. That's like one of my favorite ones of this episode, so I'm going to hold off on it. Um, but he says, food question for everyone. It's going to be you and me. Do you prefer sweet, tangy, sour, or hot sauces on meats? And what are some of your faves? What do you like with your meats? Sweet, tangy. Definitely not a hot. Like hot, like spicy. Like mm -hmm. hot. Yeah, definitely not hot. I can go sweet. I can go tangy. Yeah. Yeah. 
on meats. Yeah. It depends on the meat because every because uh, you can put do there are things that go better with certain types. What of would you meat. have with a steak if you could I, have anything with a steak? Oh, tangy. Tangy. Uh huh. What what would what what sort like actually name a sauce? What kind of sauce would you like with a steak? Um, that's not just regular like straight up like uh like steak sauce like an A one. Would you like A one? Or I mean, I've I've used it before. I don't have a problem with it. How do you feel about a red wine reduction or something? Right, like that? but stuff like that, yeah, like a red wine reduction. Um, I'm um, I'm a big fan of a peppercorn sauce. Yeah, or uh, yeah, like a peppercorn stuff like sauce. that. Whereas, like when you're talking pork, you can do a sweeter type of uh, sauce with pork. Doing apples with pork is disgusting. I think <laughs> I think it's the worst thing in the world. I do not go for sweet sauces. I no, am not. Does. I'm not a sweet sauce man. Anything that involves hot fruit can go and fuck itself. Yep. Because hot <laughs> fruit is fucking gross. It's so funny. I don't like your apple pies. I don't like your peach cobblers. Shove them up your ass. The fa- when it comes to dessert, the fact that he's not into that, no. blasphemy. I don't, I, I, maybe like, back in the day, I used to like maybe like a rhubarb crumble or something, but no. Hot fruit. No, 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 no. I'm a hot sauce boy, though. I like my hot sauces, and I like them hot. Not as hot as I used to, because um, I don't really Your guts will explode. My guts will explode. My, I've got a, I've gone a bit weak in the, uh, in the old uh, resilience when it comes to hot sauces over the years. But uh, I used to love really, really hot stuff, and I still like a good, strong heat. But if it's something ludicrous, like if it's Carolina Reaper, I won't do it. That's just, it's too much for me. Um, but I do, I do love a good hot sauce uh, with, I would say a. A high heat level, but nothing crazy. Like ghost pepper sauce I'll do, but Carolina Reaper, no. Um, uh, well, there's one about D&D, but you didn't play D&D. Um, sorry, I'm going for, through them. Oh, this is a good one. From Keep Forward Productions. Go and check him out. He does uh, some really, really nice short action videos. He has a nice series coming up. Um, so look out for him. Uh, he asks, if you... Why did I read this wrong? Yes, if you can time travel, what movie would you go back to see in theaters? He says, like, Ooh. for me, would it would be seeing On Her Majesty's Secret Service in 1969 or The Big Boss in 1971. Ooh. What movie would you go back and watch in theaters? I have a couple. Go. Hit me with it. Jaws. You'd like to see Jaws. Jaws. That's a, that's a very good choice, I think. Uh-huh. Um, I would also probably... Oh, we did Die Hard. We went to AFI. And we did that. see that Die was my Hard first in theater. I had never seen it before. So that was my first time seeing it, too. So we went to AFI. Oh, you're Die so Hard. lucky. You saw Die Hard for the first time in the right. theater. All right, all right. Okay. So Jaws. Welcome to the party, pal. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, an, uh, maybe an Indiana Jones. Okay. Oh, what the fuck am I talking about? The first Star Wars. Okay. Yeah. I saw Last Crusade in the theater. With oh, my, did you? With my dad. Yeah, I remember that. So, yeah, it would... Was the first movie you saw in the theater? The first... You remember? <laughs> no. I remember what mine was. Mine was Masters of the Universe, the Dolph Lundgren film. <laughs> I, I have no idea. The first... I'm, I'm certain it wasn't the first, but the one that I recall the most, or the first one that pops into my head, is Jurassic Park. The two... Where I, I like was conscious of just, like, this is amazing. Yeah, it's interesting. I went to see Masters of the Universe, and I was five, and I remember it. Yeah. And I also remember Last Crusade, 
Um, but yeah. I don't remember many others. I don't really remember anything before that. I'm sure they were, you know, obviously like kids' movies. I remember shit. seeing Batman Returns. Don't know what year that was, though. Yeah, I don't have any memory of seeing that in the film. I just remember me and my mom. I would make my mom watch it a lot at home on our uh, whip out the VHS. I got thrown out of Jurassic Park. I was talking, and I got thrown out. Shame on you. Yeah. Doing talking. I wish they fucking threw people out these days. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was, I was a young kid. I was just being an idiot. Idiot. Uh, yeah. So, so, I was, so, the, so yeah. Um, first Star Wars and Jaws. Um, my answer is quite weird because I really dislike the film. But I would love to go back and watch The Exorcist with mm-hmm. uh, a, a theater full of people back then, just to see people's reactions. I did that because apparently hmm? I did that. You did that. I saw it in theater. You saw The Exorcist in the theater. Uh huh. So at some point, um, for whatever year anniversary of the film, uh, it they re-released it. And it happened to coincide with uh, my birthday. So I believe me and my best friend, we went and saw it at the theater. We're like, let's go see this for our birthday. Fall asleep? I didn't fall asleep, but I was cracking up. I remember laughing. God, you were one of those people. I mean, I wasn't loud or obnoxious about it, but I was keeping it. I was because I'm not, I am not an asshole (laughs) and I don't do shit like that, you know, but, you know, unless it's like a flat out comedy where you're supposed to laugh. But I remember giggling. Uh, to myself with some of the shit that was flying out of her mouth and then that whole backwards stare thing. Yeah. Oh, I was laughing. That's good. The backwards stamp, it's good. I was laughing. Funny. Yeah, I was laughing. Yeah, I'd probably, yeah. So The Exorcist, I'd go back and see just for the hell of it. Yeah, so that was my first time watching that movie because I had never seen it before. Yeah, it's no good. Uh, I would go back and I, I actually saw this when it came out in the theaters, but I would want to relive the experience of watching Blair Witch Project for the first time. Um, it's one of my favorite cinema experiences of all time um, because I've, I've said it before. I'll say it again. We went to see it. The film ended and no one moved. It was a packed theater. No one moved. No one said a word. We all sat there for like five minutes after the film in utter silence. And it was amazing because everyone was shit scared. And like, they were like, what have we just watched? It was really, really good. Um, and I guess I would like to go and see... I would have to say I would also want to see a Bruce Lee film, but I think I would go for Enter the Dragon. Um, I know I know it wasn't like his debut film or anything, but to sit in a crowded theater, fuck, I'd love to go to like a theater in, in the 70s in New York and watch like back when they had like the, the Kung Fu theaters mm-hmm. and to go back and watch like fucking Shaolin versus Lama or Mystery of Chess Boxing in a theater. That blow my mind. They were showing... Uh, we live kind of close to a place called Silver Spring, and um, they show Police Story in Silver Spring lately. And August, starting this month, I told you, uh, who gave us that link to all those kung fu films in downtown DC? I don't remember. Showing a bunch of them, and I can't believe I'm not going to see any. If you want to, we can go. I know. I can't believe we haven't. I don't know why I didn't. I think I'm still scared of crowds. Um, oh, then it's outside, though. For that. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um... Okay, martial arts film freak. I am going to ask both of your questions. Uh, for Devon and Sean, in your household, which of you bites the bullet and eats the end pieces of the loaf of bread? Neither one of us. Neither one of us. We literally throw them out. Yep. <laughs> occasionally, wasteful asses. <laughs> occasionally, I'll feel spicy and put peanut butter on one and just munch it down. But most of the time, we throw actually it away. throw them out. We're 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 fucking terrible people. 
Because those end pieces are awful. They're always so little and useless. Right, yeah. Yeah. They're like eating a withered little scab. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, 100%. Like, if I use the last of, like, the actual... regular like loaf like the slices if i'm the one to last to use it instantly chuck it in the trash yeah 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 if, if anyone's gonna eat them it's gonna be me but i never do. oh no 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 all right martial arts film freak also asks i i don't know why i like that question yeah it's a good question it's a very great good question. question it's so random but it's a great one uh have you had any events or occasions that gave you massive fomo and did you end up going or not? What's Devin, FOMO? do you know what FOMO is? Yeah, what's FOMO? It took me a while. I, I saw this talked about on the internet a lot, FOMO. And I was like, I don't know what this is. It's fear of missing out. And it's that oh. feeling you get, you know, when you're just like, so am wait, I missing so say out? say the question again. Have you ever had an event or an occasion that gave you the massive feeling of, mo- bleh, feeling of missing out? And did you end up going or not? No. No? You've never had that feeling? He says, no. I'll say an example. Okay. The last weekend was SummerSlam in Nashville, only a 40-minute drive from where I live. Despite not watching much WWE these days, I wanted to go because it's going to be a long time before a wrestling event that big near me happens again. But after weighing the cons, the heat, COVID, monkeypox, 45,000 people, the card being shit, I decided not to go. Luckily, after watching it on TV, I don't regret it. It was a bit shit. Um, I suffer from uh, fear of missing out a lot, um, or I used to a lot when like, um, uh, when I used to like hang out, (laughs) when I, basically when I used to drink, when I used to like hang out with people and drink and stuff like that, if people were doing stuff without me, I was always worried. Do you remember that? When I used to hate like the idea of people doing stuff and I was always worried that I was missing out on something and, um, but events these days like i'm I'm upset that i'm not gonna go and watch these kung fu films like outside not upset but i'm kind of gutted that i'm missing out on them but do i have a fear of missing out i'm not like yeah i'm not like distraught about it but sometimes i'm just like i should have done that Ah, it's frustrating i don't i don't know that one thing i do have fearing uh fear of missing out on is and this is kind of ties into my ridiculous uh hobby of buying blu-rays i fear missing out on blu-ray releases um so a lot of the time when the kung fu releases specifically or asian cinema releases the moment they release and hit a website i will purchase them like within the first 10 minutes of them appearing on a website uh, other movies, not so much, um, but martial arts films. I, for some bizarre reason, I I'm terrified of a release selling out and me not being able to get my hands on a copy. So I I buy it all the time. I do do it with some other movies as well. Uh, I will admit some special editions that I want to pick up and things like that. Um, I I recently bought a special edition version of The Witch and Drive, the the Ryan Gosling film. And I was like very, very eager to pick those up because I know they sell out quickly. But uh, even though the martial arts films that come out are just like, for example, Writing Wrongs hit Vinegar Syndrome site. And I was there, I I think it hit at midnight or whatever. And I was there at midnight with my credit card in my hand, ready to pay for it. And um, I was so terrified it was going to sell out. And it's been, what, like two months or a month since its release. And it still hasn't sold out. 
<laughs> so I get terrified about stuff like that. But events, we're not really a big events people. Yeah. I, like occasionally, when it comes to a movie, at a, at a uh, in the cinema, I'll be like, ah, oh, we should go and watch that in the cinema. And yeah. sometimes I'll be like, ah, oh, we should have gone after we've missed it. Yeah, but nothing where we're you know we're. Really, that yeah. bothered by if we miss it or not. Yeah, for example, Bullet Train is in the theaters now, and I'm kind of like, we'll probably never go and see that in the theater. But is but, it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know it was out now. Yeah, yeah. I would go see that. Yeah, it's got very mixed reviews. Very mixed reviews. It looks fun. Some people say it's garbage, but some people are like, oh, it's amazing. It looks fun. Um, yeah, it does look fun, and I think people, a lot of people, are saying it is fun. Just don't go in expecting like a major uh, action film. Yeah, no. Yeah. We might go and see that, but... Yeah, let's go see it. <laughs> All right, should we go now? <laughs> um, next question. Uh, this is actually... I missed that. I didn't even realize it was out. It fell under the radar. I just, yeah, I mean, I know I, we saw the commercials and saw the trailer, but I never, I never caught, like, when it was released. And then since it's... And I haven't seen it, and, like, on TV in a while. Yeah. So I forgot about it. Yeah. Bizarre. Yeah, I think there's a few films where that happens. Um, I think a weird one that I thought I was going to have FOMO over, but I didn't, which was Jurassic Park Dominion. Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, we missed that in theaters, and to be honest, I don't really give a shit about missing out yeah. on the theaters. We'll rent it. I here's my Here's my beef. The world has gotten far too big. For Jurassic's? Yeah. What, for what did for I just say? For Jurassics. <laughs> for Jurassic. <laughs> for, <laughs> for dinosaurs. For dinosaurs. Yeah. The world I call gotten, them Jurassics. <laughs> the world has gotten far too big, which is why I was very, like, when watching the, the trailer. I mean, I've always been a big dinosaur fan. I loved dinosaurs when I was a kid, and it certainly seems like there's going to be a lot of them in this movie. That's the only thing that I enjoy about it. But other than that, I was just like, there's far too much happening. They're in different countries. What? How I don't even understand how that even works now. Yeah, I'll I'll rent. They were it. released in the U.S. Yeah, how the fuck did they get into Europe then? Yeah, and I'm and I I suppose and I'm sure they'll explain that. But yeah, the world is far too big now. So I'll rent it when they I stop was, trying to shaft me for yeah. twenty five bucks for a rental. I'm not paying that for a rental. Oh yeah, no. Well, once I mean, we'll see it eventually. Yeah, we'll we'll see it eventually. Yeah, but yeah, I couldn't. I yeah, I had no problem missing that. Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll get around to it. Uh, Finite a pair on asks question for the pod. This question is just for Sean and maybe Philip if he's around. I'm oh at right! Uh, it took you a while. It did took take a... Was that food for the uncut or was that the... was that? I can't this? remember. I can't remember if it was a regular episode or. Uncut. I don't know if it was uncut or this. That so... was at the bar, right? Yeah. Oh, that was a re... that was during a regular episode. Okay, so everyone knows. Just to remind everyone, <laughs> I did a stupid character called Philip, and. Uh, yeah, I appreciate it. It took me a second. <laughs> do you know what? I appreciate the callback. I, I do too. It took me a second. I was I'm sitting here after he said that I was sitting here staring at Sean like yeah. who the, the fuck's fuck is Phil? Yeah. Sadly I'm trying to run through my brain and, and yeah. Sadly the nicely done. Nicely Philip done. is the Hulk to my Bruce Banner. Hmm. I don't know when he's gonna appear. I just you know, it could be any time. So uh Nicely you, done, good sir. Yeah, he won't be answering. You get a you get a thumbs up. What are some of your favorite fictional made-up fighting styles? Mine would be the drunken breakdancing style in Raging Phoenix. Nice. Chichayanin. 
Ray's South, I'm sorry, Ray's South Dipper Fist from Fist of the North Star. I don't even remember that. Is that the one where the little like laser beams come out of his fingers? Is that the South Dipper Fist? I don't remember. And then I love the grace. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. He says he says he loves the graceful motions of his cutting hands. Yeah, that's the one. And then he says he likes. I don't even know what this is. He says and the Kitan or Katan. From a wise man's fear? I have no idea what a wise man's fear is. I've never even heard of that. I don't know if it's a film, a, a, an anime, a TV series, a book. I have no idea, but that's cool. Uh, my favorite made-up styles? Um, yeah, that's... Uh, it is a book. Oh, it's a book? A wise man's fears? Yeah. It is a book. Oh, there you go. Look at this guy reading books. <laughs> Who the fuck does he think he is? Um... What styles do I like? I wish I would have thought of this one a little sooner because all the styles I think about are all like specific styles that already exist. Um, I like I like variations of drunken boxing. Oh, there we go. Um, I like um, yes. I didn't know why. I don't know why I didn't think about this one at first. I like Huang Chang Li's Drunken Mantis from Dance of the Drunken Mantis. Uh, I love, uh, yeah, I love his style in that. Um, especially when he like busts the mantis fists out and kind of circles them in the air. It's really fucking cool. Um, I really, yeah, I'm a big fan of that film. We should, uh, we probably won't do that film because it's got some outrageous shitty comedy in it. Um, I love, it's not really a style per se, but I love like the, um, if anyone's seen the film Define Fury, it's kind of like standard. I know it's hard to explain. It's like an exorcism fighting style where a guy's trying to exorcise another guy at the end. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, well, I guess that's not a style. Uh, I guess that's, yeah, that's not quite what you're looking for. Huh. I'm trying to think now. Um, I like the double horse style. Oh, no, fuck it. I like all of it. There you go. Got a perfect answer. So, Drunken Mantis. And then also, I love the, um, the fighting styles from Mystery of Chess Boxing, because they're all bollocks, they're not real, but the ones where he's just like, the sky is high, the cloud is low, and it's the gold style, the water style, the is it cloud technique? All those from Mystery of Chess Boxing, I love every single one of them, and they're, they're all suitably bonkers. Um, and I also love uh, Raging Phoenix as well. I think the fighting style in that is really, really good. Um, I love the B-boy stuff in that. Yeah, good stuff. Sorry, I, I, I thought I, I should have thought about that a lot sooner because I didn't. I kind of mumbled my way through that one, and I, I apologize. Uh, Cash Jaber, saving your questions to next episode because they're very Cyrus centric. Uh, Adam O'Connor, two thousand three. Shout out to you. Uh, I hope this question makes sense. What is the one definitive movie for all these actors? Sammo Hung, Jackie Chan, Donnie Yen, and Jet Li. <sighs> Good question. Tough question. Um, so I'm going to go... Oh, definitive movie. Jet Li, I've got two, right? There's one movie that is the definitive movie for Jet Li, and then there's the movie that I want to be the definitive movie for Jet Li. So I think everyone would say Jet Li's definitive movie is Fist of Legend. I, I think that's a given. In my eyes, if someone was going to come to me and said what Jet Li film most sums up Jet Li... I would say Once Upon a Time in China. 
Um, and I would recommend that to anyone before Fist of Legend. So Once Upon a Time in China. Did we watch Fist of Legend? And we watched Once Upon a Time in China, yeah. What happened in Fist of Legend? Um, he fights the big um general at the end, the big tall guy, and he takes his belt off. Is that where he starts out, where he's in school in Japan? Yes. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I think most people think that's the definitive Jet Li film. Okay. Yeah. Um, certainly not the one, I'll tell you that. <laughs> certainly not. Uh, the definitive Donnie Yen film, I honestly think out of all these actors, he is the hardest. The definitive Donnie Yen, I mean, I guess I would say Sharpo Lang, I guess, SPL. I don't want to. Um, I would rather say something like Iron Monkey or even uh, even It Man. I don't, but I guess he's more he's more well known for his modern style and kind of that originated in Sharpo Lang. So yeah, SPL. Uh, so Once Upon a Time in China, SPL. Jackie Chan's definitive film, Police Story. Um, yeah, it's it's the one. It's it's him through and through. Although it doesn't have much comedy in it, but I, I think either I would go for like. Oh please. yeah, there's not a lot of comedy. Excellent. We've watched Police Story. We're going to watch Which Police Story three. Oh right. Police Story's the one with the bus, my dear. Oh right, 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 right. Yes, not a lot of comedy in that one. Some, but not a ton. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're no Police Story. Police Story three. There's a lot more comedy in that one. Oh no. Yeah. Still good though. You'll like it. Um, so yes, I'd say police story for Jackie, although something deep inside me wants to say Project Day, um, but I'm not going to. I'll say police story. Uh, I love Project Day. Sammo Hung, Jesus, he's the toughest one out of all of them. He's done everything. He's done all styles, all styles of modern, old school, old, old school. The films of his that we've done. Yeah, um, we've done quite a few. But I wouldn't yeah. say like Magnificent Butcher is... Samo through and through. I would say something like God damn, this is Samo is the toughest. Which I thought Donnie Yen was going to be the toughest. Sorry? Which ones of his have we done? So Magnificent Butcher, uh, Encounters of the Spooky Kind. Yeah. Um, um Is that it? We only done no, two Samo no, films. No, we've done more than that. We had to have. I can't think of others. Eastern Condors we did. That's it. Definitive film, Eastern Condors. And, 100%. Um, That's it. Meals on Wheels. Oh, yeah. And what's the other um Dragons Forever. There you oh, go. Oh, yeah. Uh, Eastern Condors is a definitive Samo film. Definitely. Uh, as a director, as a choreographer, uh, just everything about that film just screams. That was the one where Samo. they were getting to the weapons, right? Yeah. That was like the war film. Mm. Thumbs down. <sighs> there wasn't enough martial arts in that for me. That's the thing with Devon. That's the one thing she's she's about when it comes to this podcast. <laughs> if it's anything that's slightly not... Like, for example, I want to do The Man From Nowhere, right? Fantastic Korean film. But she's not going to like it because there's not much martial arts in it. It's an action film, but it's not martial arts. You like your martial arts, don't you? That's the whole point, isn't it? Kind of. Kind of. Um, do you want to wrap this up? Okay. I'm just looking through our list of films, trying to see if there's another one. I've got I got fresh or trashes, but I'm going to save them for next week for you and Cyrus. Not next week. The week Warriors after. two. Warriors two was Samo as well. Yeah. Prodigal Son. Prodigal Samo Son. Samo was like well. a, a kind of like not a cameo, but a smaller role in that. Right. 
Oh yeah, we did do. We've done a few We've Sammo done films. A few Sammo. We've done too many Sammo films. Disagree. He's he's bomb. Sammo Hung's the greatest kung fu he's, actor of all time. He's the bee's knees. He's the best. He's my favorite. Yes. Um. All right. Let's go and wrap this up. Okay. Um. Thank you. Everyone. Are we not doing fresher trashes? No. Okay. No. I'm gonna save them either for Food for Thought Uncut or we're gonna save them for next episode. Are we gonna do a video for? Uncut or no? Why are we? Why are you talking about that on the podcast? Oh, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Maybe to peer pressure you to say yes. Do you want to do a video? I think it would give them a little something extra. All right, we'll do a video. Cool. All right, if anyone wants to see me and Devon talk about stuff, <laughs> um, we are going to do a video for this week's Food for Thought Uncut. And bear in mind, there are three Patreon tiers, so you don't have to shell out too much cash. You get. Food for Thought Uncut for every single tier and they start as low as three bucks, I think. Yeah. So if you if you fancy just throwing a few dollars our way, we need you know, we need sustenance. <laughs> I've got to pay for these uh energy seltzer waters somehow. <laughs> uh, anyway. Okay. Well thank you so much for listening. Um and thanks for bearing with uh me and Devin and not our usual tomfoolery with I Cyrus. Oh, without Cyrus. Yeah. He's uh I blame him for all the bollocks that we <laughs> So I blame him for everything. But uh, yeah. So thank you so much, everyone. Uh, next episode will be, I think it's Super Cop. I'm just checking now. Um, it is August 21st. will be Super Cop, a.k.a. Police Story 3. Um, I don't believe it's uh, free anywhere online. I did look for it. However, you can rent, I think, the dubbed version on Amazon Prime. Uh, We're not uh, watching that, though, right? What? We're not watching that, though, right? No, we got it on Blu-ray. Beautiful. Yeah. I do not like the dub, baby. No, we have a subtitled version. I think we do. Yikes. I ought to check. You should. You want to get it off the shelf and look. <laughs> What's it called again? It's called Super Cop. Super Cop. Um, or Police Story 3, so I don't know if I put it under S or P. I think oh, I'm... why didn't you just say that? It says Police Story 3. If it's, I, obviously we have it, because that's how I picked our, the movie, the movies. You're talking about the poll movie, right? No, I was just, I was checking to see if we have the subtitled version. Oh. Uh... Yeah. She's rummaging around on the, uh, Wait the a minute, what am I now. looking for? Are you okay? Am I looking for Super Cop or Police Story? Are they the One same movie? One of the two, they're the same movie. Okay. I, I can't remember what it's listed as. So just it had um look under P. It was probably no, it was Police Story then. All right, they're because that's P. how I found it. All right, was it over here or was it in there? It's here. Oh, is it? We need to end this episode because it's just <laughs> you looking at a shelf and being unable. Oh, there to it find is. There something. it is. There it is. Okay, is there a subtitle version? Does it say subs on the back? Can you see? Uh, While she's looking at that, stop saying um. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start reeling things off. Uh, after Super Cop, we are actually going to do the Man from Nowhere. Yes, English subtitles. All right, we got subtitles. So we're gonna do the Man from Nowhere um, against uh, Devon's preferences, but hey, you know, it's a good film. Then we're gonna do Blood Moon, which I am so excited for. Blood Moon is gonna be one of our wildest episodes, I think, because that film is insanity. Uh, then we're doing the Victim. Speaking of Sammo Hung, we're doing another Sammo Hung film. Then we're doing Double Team, the Jean-Claude Van Damme and Dennis Rodman film. What? Really? <laughs> what? Mm. What's your beef? <laughs> that, that isn't enough for me to beef of Jean-Claude Van Damme and Dennis Rodman. Why? What's the problem with that? <sighs> All right, awful. let's get into it then. It's going to be awful. So, 
So if it was your choice, then we wouldn't do any like goofy, silly films. We would just do straight up kung fu classics. We wouldn't have a fun episodes. No, that's not true. Well, I don't have a problem with JCVD. It's the Dennis Rodman component that I'm not looking forward to, but fine. But it's going to be a fun episode. I understand. <laughs> Dear me. And then our Halloween episode, I'm going oh, no, all the... I become a big old snob doing yeah, this Yeah, a little movie. bit. <laughs> I mean, doing bit. this podcast. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you don't want to have fun anymore. You just want to watch fights. <laughs> You've become what I once was. Um, and then, yeah, the Halloween film. We've actually picked out the Halloween... Or I've picked out the Halloween film. And on, on, on October 30th this year, we will be covering Mr. Vampire. All right. Yeah. So... There you go. That's all I've gone up to. Only up to October 30th. Okay. So thank you very much for listening, everyone. If you want to get in touch with me, I'm foo underscore four underscore thoughts on Instagram. If you want to, uh, if, if you want to Twitter me, um, I am foo for thought pod on Twitter. And that's it. That's all I'm on, I think. What are you on, Devin? What are you, what are you on, um, on, uh, on Bumble? MySpace. You're on MySpace? I'm on MySpace. What's your name? The Devon. What was your name on MySpace? Do you oh, remember? I didn't have MySpace. You didn't have MySpace? No. I had it. I can't remember my name on it, though. Yeah, no, I wasn't on MySpace. Really? Uh-uh. Did you ever have, like, a crazy email, like a stupid email? No, you know the one that, I have, that I've had since, for since, you know, my early 20s. My oh, yeah, one. I do remember. You didn't have any other... That one's weird. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have any other weird ones. Nope. Oh, man. Yeah, I just stuck with that one and called it a day. I've said on this podcast before that Which I'm getting rid of now. <laughs> I had a I had Romeo must live as one of oh my, yeah one of my email addresses. Yeah, you told me that. One of my, my other email addresses was the the most lo- the longest email address anyone could ever have. It was John Coffee walking the mile at yahoo.com. Wow, babe. From Green Mile, I used to like Green no, Mile. No, I I get it. I get it. I used to like it. Yeah. No, I had the same one for like all of my twenties and just. Called it a day. I've gotten others, obviously, but now, yeah, I'm gonna get rid of. I'm gonna get rid of that one. My, I'm uh, a grown up now, and I should <laughs> have yeah. a more grown. I know you up. don't. You don't want to say it. Yeah, no, I should have a more grown up. Yeah, grown up uh, email. My first ever email address um, that wasn't Yahoo that was actually given me from an uh, from an internet provider. I had an AOL one. That's I what I'm saying. Remember what it was. You could get. So mine was. It was. This is my exact email address. You can email it if you want. It doesn't exist anymore. It was Sean at drunkenstyle.fsnet.co.uk <laughs> Sure not drunken style, yeah, I, yeah, I had an AOL one. I just don't recall what the fuck it was. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. Catch Appreciate you next you time. All right. <laughs> Catch you li- next time. Shit. <laughs> you said it best. I did. You want to press the stop button? Yes. Thank you very much, everyone. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>